On this week's Bet the Process podcast, I scold Rufus for being a bad friend, a bad podcast partner, and a bad podcast host. We really meander around some social issues, and it's almost like two guys that haven't talked in a while just catching up, uh, because that's kind of what it was, and you guys can decide whether that was a fun listener or not. And then we talk a little college football, argue about the playoffs, make a charity bet, and then give you some negative EV picks in both the NFL and in college football. And with that, let's start the process. Bet, 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 bet the process. Bet, 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 bet the process. Welcome to the podcast. Bet the process. It's not that typical cookie cutter nonsense. If you came just for picks, you're in the wrong place. Find a talent with the narrative to make a strong case. Instead of blindly assuming a team must be tanking, we're looking for the edge of Massey Peabody rankings. Crunching all the numbers in a simulated system that break down the data analytically driven. Media coverage of sports gambling is pathetic. Welcome to another episode of Bet the Process podcast. This is a long awaited return as we took last week off because rufus's social i mean rufus's social life is it's really just off the charts and it's either your social life that's off the charts or your lack of consideration for your podcast your podcast partner and your podcast listener i i take the blame for this jeff it's you know not everybody can handle new york i guess apparently you Apparently, cannot. you know, I, I'm very much enjoying my time in New York and I need to be, I need to make sure that I enjoy my podcast time just as much. Now that you're in New York and now that you, uh, sports gambling is now legal there and they've granted a bunch of licenses. Wait, it's, it's legal in New York now? Yeah, they, I mean, look, you should read, do you know this guy, Captain Jack Andrews? He tweeted out something about all the licenses they issued in New York. Is he a real? How they're having like a 51% tax tax on on uh all the different um on the revenue or whatever i mean it's it's insane yeah but is he a real captain i don't know you tell me he's he's your captain he's your captain or captain how's how are things going unabated um they're going well um i we have some cool products coming out um i think we're going to be debuting a props product this week which will allow people to um basically use whatever projection they want and be able to get what um for let's say you you have Tyreek Hill projected five catches for 72 yards you can see what I have Tyreek Hill projected for five catches and five yards is that what you said to say I mean if you have that then you could throw it in and figure out what the median is and figure out what how to price under 70 and a half receiving yards and figure out how good a bet you have so I mean it's it's Jeff as you know what we've been trying to do is kind of things that will help you leverage your own opinion so if you come in with your own projection we can basically say you know, this is the chance he gets over hundred receiving yards. This is, you know, this is how, you, this is how much this half a yard is worth. So um, things to try to add value to for a better, you know, opinions are like assholes, right? Everybody's got one. There we go. There we go. I'm riding uh, high because I've gotten a fair amount of uh, tweets recently, DMS that have told me that people actually think I'm funny. So that's just, food for fodder and probably no one should have ever told me that because now they've unleashed an animal that will not be stopped well you are funny i find you funny funny or funny looking that's the real question um so what's the most exciting thing that's happened to you since you've been in new york because i do think that since these poor listeners have like we'll we'll go there 
we'll go there. We'll go there. And I feel like you have a story. Well, what, I mean, what is the most fun thing that's happened? Because I'll tell you the most fun story I've heard about you in New York. I, Somehow I you're, you're... Hold on. Like, wait, wait, wait. Don't preempt me. So the most fun thing that, that happened for me was I got snuck into a black tie event um, on Halloween weekend. It was the New York Yacht Club Masquerade Ball, which I did not have a ticket and was not dressed in black tie. Although I did have a suit jacket and pants on. Someone snuck me a bow tie and I did my best to try to fit in and had a fantastic time. And apparently Jeff heard about this. So I, I, I am, Jeff has not told me for two weeks what happened. Like I've been waiting to hear, actually it's been less than two weeks, a uh, week and a half, I guess. He, you know, he told me he has some story that he heard about me there. Yeah, so, and, so I, got, I got a DM and it was from, should I say this person's name? Yeah, I'll probably say this. Why not? Casey Lindbeck. And he says, Jeff, you must use the story for the pod that just happened. I live in SF, but I'm in New York City for a conference, which in itself is lovely that people are actually going to real in life. I, I just want to know why this person didn't, if they knew me, why didn't they just say hello? Got invited to house party in Soho tonight. So it was a house party in Soho. Okay show up and police are there shutting it down some guys oh. walk out of the party and i hear one say that rufus in there is rufus peabody don't you don't know who rufus peabody is i wrote haha more details please icing on the cake is that i interrupted the guys and asked whether they were talking about the rufus peabody one of the guys explained that his friend didn't know who that was so i shared some of rufus's background including your pod some guy looks up pod and says, recent episode is called Rufus Takes Over in New York. So that must be the guy. So you're talking about a different party. That's the funny thing. I thought you were going to be talking. Even now I just remember this party? My... Jeff, you made, you made me out myself for sneaking into a masquerade ball. Probably make you out like yourself for a lot. Club. Now, now, I'm, now I'm never going to be welcome to New York Yacht Club. But I just want to know, I would like to pay the fee to enter. Like I will give a sizable donation to the New York Yacht if you just tell me how to do that. Do you, so. By the way, do you remember this party at Soho? Yeah, of course. It was at Jeremy Levine's place. It was his tequila. Like, so he, Jeremy Levine is right. the founder, co-founder of, un, um, not unabated, underdog. Unabated? Underdog. underdog. And he also started like Star he's, Street or right. something like that? He's, right. He's a early pioneer in the DFS space. Star Street, Draft which Star Street got sold to DraftKings, Draft got sold to FanDuel. Then he started Underdog Fantasy, um, which is their whole, uh, I guess their, their thing was these best ball fantasies, uh, best ball fantasy contests. Best ball fantasies? Do you have any best ball fantasies, Rufus? I, I have many best ball fantasies, Jeff. Um, <laughs> they revolve around my left ball, but that's... Okay. Um, but... Uh, Jeremy is a very successful entrepreneur and he has launched a, um, a tequila brand called Los Dos. And it only has two ingredients. Talk, we've talked about this on the podcast. Exactly. By the way. And I was know. at a party there. Um, I've been at three parties there, actually. Um, and are you and Jeremy tight? Um, Jer Jeremy and I are friends. Yeah. Like he's, he and I have done some business together. He's a very impressive entrepreneur. And I have to say, his start was very interesting because essentially what he did was, was redo ProTrade, which was the company that Mike Kearns and I started. And then somehow parlayed that into quite a bit of success, which he's, he's obviously had 
quite and a bit. He more. he uh, he owes you a great deal of. He owes he has a great debt to you, Jeff. Why does he owe a great debt to me? Because he's you're his inspiration, probably. No, I I doubt it. He owes me no debt at all. Uh, about I intellectual think, property. Well, the concept of pro trade was certainly not our idea in the first place. There was something called Wall Street Sports way before us. Nah. The, the 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 athlete stock market has been tried and tried and tried, and my my only point in that is that Jeremy was somehow to take this idea and turned it into uh, many successful ideas afterwards and now owns a tequila company. And what do I do among, exactly? Among other companies. What's that? I said among other companies. Sure. Sure. I mean, what, well, I mean, isn't that sort of the pinnacle? I was listening to the uh, subpar podcast today and they had fuzzy Zeller on talking about his vodka company. So well, fuzzy Zeller, I still just remember his racist comments about Tiger Woods back when, in the nineties, but what, um, what, um, kind of alcohol or spirit company would you start Rufus if you had unlimited money? Good question. If I, I know that's a good question. I don't know. Personally, I'd rather, if I had unlimited money, I would own a lot of golf courses and I would, I have, I, I would actually, I would try to make a golf, not a golf course. Like have you ever, Jeff, you've been to Austin many times. Do you know the Butler park pitch and putt? It's, it's this little nine hole Austin, Massachusetts. Sorry. <laughs> That's from road trip, Rufus. I, yes, I know. Hey, have you ever been in? You're, everyone says that you're the Tom green of sports betting. So in, that in the Annapolis, sense. you know, in, you ever been in the Annapolis? Road trip is a, is a great movie. It is a great movie. It's sort of Amy Smart's heyday. I, I, I think it might've been the first R rated movie I ever saw. Shut the. What was the first R-rated movie? I, I think Porky's was the first I, R-rated movie I ever saw. That tells you how old I am. Actually, American Pie is R-rated, right? I don't, I don't know which one I saw first. It's like American how the Pie. f young are you, by the way? Or were you just living a sheltered life? I don't know, man. Trading like, Places was one the of first one. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I saw ones before, but my parents were fairly strict. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how but, old my kids but, will but, be. But Jeff. Like the Butler Park pitch and putt, it's a nine hole par three course, basically. But there's a ball, like it, it is in the downtown Austin. I think the Austin, long Massachusetts, like 100 yards, Austin, yeah. Texas. Just okay, got it. For people got that it. actually uh, don't get the joke. Um, and it's, I mean, I think it, it, it's almost like a combination. It, it's got a sort of a, you can buy beer, it's picnic tables. I think I kind of like want to start something that's like sort of, a combination of mini golf and regular social. golf, but social with the you know. Like, well, like, have you been you know, abandoned doing top golf? I, I've never actually been to top golf, but something essentially that's getting those same people, but actually involves you actually getting to put a ball in the hole. <laughs> Do you ever realize and listen to what you say out out loud? Uh, I mean, anyway, Jeff, so Jeff, I have a lot of good ideas for companies. Just so you know, and. I don't want to start them myself because that sounds like a lot of work and I don't have the bandwidth, but I have other ideas too. Maybe I should give them out on the podcast. And if someone does it, just give me like a 5% stake in the company. I'll be happy. That's pretty much everything you deserve. So that's, um, that's great. So, okay. So clothing, rent the runway. What? Rent the runway for baby clothing. Like for high I mean, end, like Easter, like a sailor suit, you know, the kind of thing that 
Uh, like for Instagram parents. Uh, not bad. The problem is no, children's these, clothing is very cheap anyway. So you got to no. this is the high end. You got to figure out, a, you have to figure out like, all right, I'll, I'll run this by some people. You have to figure out how many time wears you can get before it gets to. Give, give me to, give me a couple more. Rufus. What the percentage for people that vomit on the clothes are, et cetera. Give me a couple more of your of your ideas. Nah, that's all I got for the moment. It's all you got. There's I mean, nothing like NFT related, digital custody, like uh, digital governance. None Jeff, of I don't stuff. have cool ideas. I just have ideas. Huh. Interesting. So you wouldn't do a spirit company though, even if you had all the money in the world. I'd rather own a golf course, but um, I would, if I did a spirit company, maybe Mezcal. You're big on Mezcal. I like. I, I when's your when's your next when's your next Vegas trip? Um, well, you know I live in Vegas. And I, I mean, the IRS is not listening with this. When's no, your next? But you know I live in Vegas. Like I actually do. I'm in New York right now. Technically, you, you've been telling me you live in New York. So are you leaving? New York to go to Vegas, or are you leaving New York to go to DC? Well, I, I'm Airbnb in New York. I'm going to DC you... for Thanksgiving with my family, and then I'm going to go back to Vegas. Oh, okay. Before I eventually move to New York in the spring. So, are you going to be in Vegas in January? Uh, probably. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll be, be out there beginning Vegas of January. Denver. I'm going to be out at like this around CES. So, those of you guys that are looking to be part of the next. Rufus, Jeff, bet the process weekend in Vegas. Mark right around the CES time. The only problem with that weekend, it would have been perfect if the NFL hadn't decided to stupidly go to 17 games because that would have been the first weekend of the NFL playoffs and it would have been fun to sit around Saturday and sweat games. It's going to be much fewer fun to sit around and sweat games when it's going to be weeks 18 of the NFL season and on that Saturday. There's more games, more games. Well, on that Saturday, I'm not sticking around till Sunday. I got more a games, more funds. What, well, what do you think? I wonder how many games will be on Saturday and what will be going on that Saturday. Because maybe we can do it that Saturday. We can, I bet it's all Sunday games. Because we they, can try to play Shadow Creek they, on Friday. You don't want to give a team an advantage. I mean, normally right. you have all the games on Sunday. Yeah. So there's only there's not going to be anything that Saturday besides college basketball and there NBA. Anything to distract us at Wet Republic. There's no pool party in January in Vegas. Ah, well, then there won't be Wet Republic to distract us from filling the Doing blank. What? Doing what? I don't know. Maybe we'll just golf twice. We'll golf Saturday. We'll golf. We'll golf uh, Friday. We'll golf Friday Shadow and Saturday like Southern Highlands or something. Maybe Shane will put that on for us. I think that's a fantastic idea. Two right. golf better we'll than one. That. We'll do that. Let's let's plan on that. And I was hoping to do like some degenerate sweating of games though, but. Maybe there'll be I mean, some there's good NBA. There's like college basketball. There's a college basketball. You don't follow any of that. Like, so. I know, but you do. And plenty of other I people. I only follow like the start of college basketball was today. We should actually get someone on to talk college basketball. Who should we get on? I don't know. But now, now that I'm on now, now that I get the Preston plays, I'm like, happy. oh, you know, we should who we should get on. We should get your friend from right angle sports. Ed. Ooh, that's actually great. I, I would love to have Ed on. And then you and him can finally have it out about why you hate it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get I, him. I would That'll seriously be, love to have Ed on. I, I have so much, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. He's a pioneer. I think I think we all have respect for him, but yet we still somehow draw you know his fire. It's okay to have differences of opinion with of opinion. Would you, would you have Dr. Bob on think, again? Sorry. Oh, I guess we've never had Dr. Bob on. Would no, you have Dr. Bob? Our, you, you called him out and then he declined your invitation, right? He declined our invitation. He hate he hated us at that point. So yeah. 
he's you know he's um he's not a doctor but he's a bob (laughs) i don't think he got his phd right so isn't the term not a doctor but he's never finished he's a doctor of football handicapping right that is interesting right he goes by the moniker doctor but yet never got a phd never finished it's i don't know it's marketing man what is what does that mean you know oh that's what you should be doing with unabated dr bob uh all right Teddy covers that's not his last name his last name is safransky nah safrans with the v safransky with the v like that basketball player thomas safransky no Sedaransky. he's a he used to be a yeah i think that's right he should be a washington wizard my whole point is that you know i mean look rufus peabody like it's all marketing man should we talk football? Let's talk football. Um, should we start with college? Is there anything that you have interesting in college? I assume that um, we don't. Do you, do you have futures numbers? Should we look at those? I feel like from a macro perspective, that might be interesting. Um, I, I didn't actually run futures yet this week. Uh, it's been, I, I, I ran it the last three weeks and it basically showed Georgia at close to even money like the plus wow. 120 range but but not enough that there was value but at the same time it was close enough to market that there wasn't value anywhere else does that make sense sure so um yeah i i could run we're just that. minus 127 now on chris seems if you were me and you were holding this georgia ticket what would you do and I have them at like what I think it's eight to one or something like that. Like, what would you do? Would you do anything? You know, mm. I don't know. What's I mean, are they a lock? I, are they a lock? What's Alabama at? I feel like Alabama is your best hedge. Plus three seventy five. I mean, I feel like that's probably your best hedge, right? Is Georgia at this point a lock to be in the playoffs? If they lose last, to Alabama, I had them as like ninety eight percent or something. If they lose to Alabama and still, um. And just have one loss, I think they're still in. I mean, look at, I mean, they've they've been very impressive. Their offense may not be great, but um, it's it isn't a year. I mean, they've blown out a gazillion teams. They've played a tough schedule. Um, I mean, their defense has they, been they beat, insane, right? They beat Arkansas by thirty-seven. They beat Auburn by twenty-four. They beat Kentucky, who was good by seventeen. They blew out Florida. They blew out Missouri. Well, they, they won 62 to nothing against Vanderbilt and they blew out South Carolina who wasn't actually, isn't that good, but, but, but then South Carolina goes and blows out Florida on the road. So um, why is Oklahoma they're, they're getting worst, so little, maybe their worst game is their 10 to three win against Clemson, so, which is funny kind of now fun. thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Like, like at the time it's like a marquee win and now Clemson's just not Clemson isn't like been surprising and how bad they've been. I mean, which isn't actually to say they're bad, but, but, they're not like because I keep betting on them because of priors, but and they they got a you know that cover. you know that Trevor Lawrence isn't their quarterback, right? Wait, what? Shit, no. They have um, um wait um I can't ukulele guy I can't say his name. Okay, ukulele, something like that. Okay, so back to ukulele. Um, I don't know. Back to Georgia, right? Can we look at the if we look at the FBS? Top 25. Okay. 
We got Georgia one, Alabama two, the Ducks three, Ohio State four, the Bearcats. Maybe I have you looked at this stuff at all, Rufus, or do you do you look at this stuff? Okay, the uh, you talk, playoff, did the the committee rankings from today. Yeah, did they come out today? They they did. Um, I didn't see. I, I was. Uh, socially engaged this evening um i met up i know with, that's why we're starting this the, the, no, I, I met up with a bet the process listener by the way you didn't meet up with him he somehow found you no i actually did have dinner with him i just made up the party found me but he did find me so he offered to buy you a drink and that's why you were late but you somehow okay so rufus yes playoffs playoff standings georgia one alabama two oregon three ohio state four Cincinnati five. How do your top five differ from that? So I didn't run like my committee ratings are, I don't know how much. Not your committee rankings, your actual like Massey Peabody. So Massey Peabody rankings, Georgia's one, Alabama's two, Oregon is three. Or sorry, Oregon is six, Ohio State's three, Cincinnati's five. Um, what's interesting to look at is strength of record, which is a. Who's a, four? Who's four? Uh, four, Texas A&M. They have two losses though. Could you have done that in less of a like coherent way? Okay, your well, top I, I five named, are. I named the teams that you named, and I told you where they were. Your top five are Georgia, Alabama. You said Oregon, and then Texas. Ohio A&M. State, in order: Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas A and M, and Cincinnati. Got it. And then Oregon. And then Oklahoma. And then Clemson. So theoretically, the Clemson Ohio part State. is the thing that should be very surprising. Because if you base your the rating only off of this season, you'd have Clemson number 33. That's our, our no prior rating, but we still have Clemson number eight. Because and that's why I still keep betting on Clemson. Because you know, they still have a talented team. It's priors matter so- still. So we're likely going to get the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, or whoever wins the Big Twelve, Big Twelve, or Big Ten. Yeah. So. Like Ohio State's three, Michigan's nine. If you look at strength of record right now, Ohio State's a, a twenty-six point four percent, meaning that the average top twenty-five team, um, if they played Ohio State's schedule, would have as good or a better record than Ohio State does, which is one loss, twenty-six point four percent of the time. Michigan is thirty point one percent there, and that's kind of a big thing. Like Georgia is four percent. This doesn't give any credit for how much you won by or anything like that. This is just saying, you know, how good is your, your record? Like with the schedule you played. So for example, like Cincinnati is 28.2%, which actually is not super, super bad. Um, Cause they, I mean, don't forget they, they did beat Notre Dame on the road. Okay. Yeah. So going back to this, likely we get one team out of the big, 10 at this point it's ohio state or michigan whoever probably wins the big probably yeah and likely we, we definitely you certainly get at this point you almost certainly get georgia i don't i don't i don't see a situation other than them losing two games which would mean they'd have to lose to tennessee that or georgia tech or charleston southern yeah so they're they're probably not losing any of those games. right right so even if they lose to alabama um or wait, they, yeah, no, yeah. If, even if they lose to Alabama, because they are in different divisions in the SEC, um, they should be in. 
Alabama. So if, we, if we look at this, then I mean, Oregon is. I mean, the Pac-12 is pretty. Oh, I guess they they could play Utah, right? And Utah in the in the Pac-12 championship, and Utah is much better now that they have that new quarterback, right? Yeah, but how many losses does Utah have? The Cincinnati, would you would you take Cincinnati at even money to make the make the no. playoff make the no. playoffs? I think the I, I think the ratings are so biased. And so when last week I actually Kate and I talked about this, we I, I ran um, our committee rating projections and we did it in two different ways. We did it with Cincinnati getting credit for being like half of a power five team because there is this like literally you can add a dummy variable in there. It's like, are they a power five team? controlling for resume everything it is like super super significant um and has a massive effect and basically it i think if you gave them half of a power five um it moved them from like number eight to number five and gave them a full power five it moved them from like to number four um so this was last week but the committee i mean like they, they don't have a lot of upside right now they're only their, rate, their, their resume is not going to get any stronger than it already is. The only thing they benefit from is carnage. They don't play well, anybody. And they, don't, they don't really need that much carnage, right? I mean... I don't know. Because there are teams beats, leapfrog them because there are teams that are going to be playing tougher schedules. And like Cincinnati right now, um, they played the okay. 93rd ranked strength of schedule. And actually, if you only use this year's um, numbers without priors, which is honestly probably what the committee is looking at, um, they played the 105th toughest schedule so far this season. And there's only 130 teams in FBS. And the, for the rest of the season, it's number 89. So this is despite the fact that they played Notre Dame on the road. They played Indiana. So pick a Big Ten team on the road, but Indiana has turned out to not be a good team. They they basically the argument is they've done what they could in terms of scheduling. They've beaten the teams in front of them. I mean, yes, I think it would be a little bit different if they had blown out like um, if they had won in blowouts the last few weeks because they beat some pretty bad teams um, in unconvincing fashion, but. But I mean, they do have, I don't know. It's Jeff. The question is what is like, like clearly the committee is not getting the best four teams. That's not their prerogative. That's not they're They're getting, it's like best versus most deserving. Right. Like if you ask me, this if is like, we're going to get into that argument. That we get I know, but if you ask me like if Cincinnati's one of the most four deserving teams, I would say yes. Model with the, what the committee does. And whether it's whether you can marvel. Okay, so how about this, Rufus? Rufus, how about this? I'm listening. Tell me what what's that? I'm listening. Tell me what you think the top four teams will be. What what four teams will make the playoffs if you were to if you were to basically sort of pick them right now? Not right now, I'm literally looking what you I want you to know that I'm not looking at any projections I've done. I'm looking at their current resumes. Um I would well, say but then you have to look going forward. You have to look going forward. What's going to happen. Right. Right. So but this is fine this is me shooting off the hip. Cause I don't have the numbers in front. I don't have the simulation numbers in front of me. 
I mean, Georgia, okay. number Georgia, most likely. Alabama. Georgia. Although it's, I, I still think it's unlikely they both get in. Like less than 50%. It could happen. If Alabama wins, I think they both get in. If Alabama beats Georgia. Um, if Oklahoma wins out. Okay, so are you win. picking that? Because essentially then you're picking, if you pick Alabama as one of your four, you're essentially picking... Okay, how about this? Let's no, no, you and me it, play a game and we'll do this be, for charity. Be, Alabama can have less than a 50% chance of getting in and still be the number two team. In Rufus, way, right? Rufus, 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 we're going to play a game. Okay. I'm listening, right? I'm listening to you, Jeff. We, we each get four picks for the playoffs. For each pick right, we get $1,000. For each pick wrong, we get no money. Like it, for every one of our teams that we pick correctly. Whoever ends up net positive will give the difference to charity. Ooh, damn it. Okay. Okay. Now you're looking at projections. Now I'm trying to find my projections from last week. Fuck yes, I am. You know how to motivate a guy. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. So all of you, all of you in the Twitter sphere and in the bet the process sphere, I challenge you to play this game with your friends That's, and give charity to Rufus, Rufus's uh, dating fund. There you go. Uh, I'm not quite ready for dating yet, Jeff, but someday. Got it. Okay. Rufus's social life fund. Uh, I think we're both going to say Georgia. So we can take that off the table, right? I think we can definitely take Georgia off the table. Okay. I have my three, and then the fourth. What are your three? Are you keeping that a secret for now? Well, I mean, I'm not going to influence you. So I I would say Georgia, Oregon, and Ohio State are my three. And then... I think Bama's chalk Cincinnati is like interesting. So essentially it comes down to Georgia versus Alabama. Um, Yeah. I'm going to take Georgia, Oregon, Ohio state and Cincinnati, Georgia, Oregon. And I know you don't think Cincinnati has any chance. Well, I mean, just based on the bias. So Georgia, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati. Okay. That is noted. Um, I'm going to take Georgia. I'm going to take Alabama. I'm going to take Ohio State and Oklahoma. I was wondering about Oklahoma. Why is Oklahoma so buried? They're undefeated, but they have they beat Kansas by like three points. But if they win out, if they win the Big Twelve, they're still yeah. But why are they so low in the rankings? Do they just they're giving because they haven't looked good? What's that? They haven't looked great, but Got they're it. still undefeated. I mean, I I still think I mean they're less than fifty percent chance, but at that point, everybody is. So you think if Ohio Oklahoma goes undefeated, wins the Big Twelve, Cincinnati yeah. goes. That's what they do that Oklahoma yeah. will leapfrog. Because yes. Oklahoma will Oklahoma plays a much tougher schedule from here on out. I just don't see Cincinnati having the ability to move up really. 
Because for every team above them that loses, somebody else is going to have the impressive win to leapfrog them. All right. Well, what's Cincinnati's we'll most, Jeff, what's Cincinnati's toughest game left? I'm assuming they don't have one, if that's the trick question. I mean, they play... That's a trick question. No, I mean, I'm curious. They, they play Tulsa, South Florida, SMU, and East Carolina. Okay. I don't know if any of those are good. I seem to bet. I see. I seem to bet on East Carolina a bunch. So that doesn't mean they're good. Yeah. But the problem is Cincinnati beat. Yeah. I mean, look, they won by eight against Tulsa. They won by seven against Navy. They they were. I mean, they won by nineteen against Tulane, but they were up two at the half. So. Well, we'll see. We shall see. Now we got now we got a little bet. We got a little in action. It's kind of fun. Okay. I mean, for me, the big the big one will be Georgia versus Bama, right? Because ultimately, if Georgia beats Bama, Bama's probably not in. You lose one, then we have or we have we both have Oregon, right? You're saying Ohio State's not gonna make it, huh? Um, wait, did I really say that no big 12 10 team was gonna make it? I think I did. Yeah, you did, but yeah, there we go. I mean, so. I do think one will make it probably, but I don't think that the I think the probability is divided enough up that. Are you down on college football? Can we actually give give people some minus EV college football picks? Or are you yeah, not I down, am down on college football? I've I mean I'm All up right, on let's... college football for the year, but I'm down to give you picks, and I'm down this week. <laughs> so complicated. It's dude, Why you can't just language, lang- language, language is complicated, Jeff. All right, Rufus, give us some minus EV picks. Come on, okay, we trip need, through we college. Need to, let, let's let's do it. Let me uh, let's make sure, Jeff, will you be the arbiter of what the, the, the true number? Yeah, I have the true price. lines in front of me. I'm pulling up an odd screen here, too. Um, ooh, wait, I want to see if I had any action tonight. I did not. Ugh. It's a good thing because, um, if I had anything, I might have, I leaned Buffalo and that did not win, um, but I did, it was not good enough. Okay. I am down on Toledo. I bet Toledo um, minus 10. What is the price now? Minus 11. Um, it's I'm not very different. I'm checking to see, cause I have a formula to see if it's good enough to bet. Oh, from unabated? Um, no, I mean, yes, but also this is like with my regression of the mean based on how many days left towards the game to the game, my line, the market number. So it might, you know, at minus 10, for example, I would make my true price factory in regression to the mean minus 116. Um, at minus 11, I'd make it minus 112. And I'm not saying that the 10 is worth four, that one point's worth four cents. If, for example, if the market was minus 11 and I could get minus 10, I would say that is minus 123. So the whole point here is I'm assuming that the market, there is value to the market's information and that value relative to my model um, is larger, the closer to the uh, start time of the game. Does that make sense? Of course. You think I explained that well? I I tried my best, Jeff. I was kind of lost interest in your explanation. Uh, okay, so um, maybe maybe three of the seven people liked it. That's my goal. 
So, so Toledo, basically I'm saying Toledo at this point is, I, I is at minus 11. It's slightly positive, but I probably wouldn't be playing it. Um, okay. We'll move on. Um, I played Clemson laying minus 39 and a half. It's 41 now. Yeah, I would lay off there. Um, I played, actually, I mean, I make it a really high number. I'm not going to lie, but so I made like my model says I wouldn't lay off, but at the same time, when you get to numbers this high, um, a lot of it becomes, how is the coach feeling that given day? Do they want to like really, you don't, you don't think, you don't think Mr. Sweeney's thinking about taking out some, some, uh, revenge or some, some anger on UConn. I don't know. He could be. Okay. Next. Um, next is uh, Minnesota. What, what do we have price for Minnesota? Uh, Minnesota is where the hell are they? Is it plus six or better? Find them. Are they a Division One team? Oh, there we go. Plus five. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I should, I'm just giving away where I was. Um, let's go to something that's more likely to be a bet. Texas. All your exes live in Texas. This is factually incorrect. Uh, minus thirty and a half. Um, do I still like it there? I believe I do. I do indeed. I like Texas minus 30 and a half. Ding, 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 ding. I want to find something with market resistance so I can give people like, let's go to East Carolina, my favorite state. We have to, that's not even a state. It's my favorite state. Uh, what if we try to settle and, and uh, make a state East Carolina? You have, it's plus five and a half is what they have. I have them at. Um, plus five and a half. If you can get a plus six, that's great. Um, obviously better five and a half. I still, I still think it's good at plus five and a half, though. Um, okay. We're going to go continue with the, the big, strong plays. Um, Southern Miss. I love them every week, and they've let me down because they're awful. <laughs> they're bad at basketball. I mean, at football. Southern Miss is plus 33 and a half. That's what I bet it at. All right, that's never a good sign for you. No, that's a very bad sign. But I bet them at plus thirty-three and a half, and actually in plus thirty-three, it's my biggest position of the week. There, and I, I love got zero line movement value. So that tells you something. It does tell you something? Okay, what else? Um, man, we're gonna go through all of it, aren't we? Why not? Yeah, make people uh, wait for San the podcast. San Diego State against Nevada. All right. I uh, I laid a price of minus two. What is it? Minus two and a half now. I still very much like it at minus two and a half. That is a very strong play still. That is my mm. second biggest play of the week. Nice. Um, what do you make San Jose State? I make them a... Minus 4.7. That's my combo line with everything involved. Got it. Market's four, right? Uh, it's four and a half, yeah. 
I, I certainly uh, lean that way. Okay, let's move on NFL. Okay. Uh, High-level narratives. What's going on with the Bills? Is that weird? Is that just an outlier? Like, how do we feel generally about the NFL, about the, about the um, AFC, where, you know, we had – Obviously, going into the season, if you were going to pick two teams in the AFC, you probably would have picked the Chiefs and the Bills, right? Probably, yes. And the Chiefs do not look good at all. Is that true, or is that a is that a is that an overreaction? No, it's true. Uh, their defense isn't good, but and their offense hasn't been great. But like Jeff, what offense would you like? Can you? I mean, what offenses would you take over them? Over the Chiefs? Yeah. Probably the Bills. Maybe. The Bills that scored three points against the Jaguars. The ja- they scored, they Jaguars, scored six, Jags, yeah. six points. Six points. Six points. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse six. me. They scored how many touchdowns? Six points. How many touchdowns? Six points. Okay. Um. Baltimore? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I understand. The answer point. is Tampa Bay. Well, I thought we were talking about just the AFC. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the NFL. Well, Tampa's not in the AFC, unless I checked. I meant NFL. Um, do you think the AFC is just wide open then? Is that your point? Um, There's a bunch of, I mean, pretty much, yeah. The Chiefs still have a decent chance there. Their defense just is like horrid, but. The thing is, if you have a if you have an elite offense, it can mask a lot of deficiencies. Like the best off, like I, you 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 you're so much better having the best offense and the worst defense than vice versa. If so you have, if I if you, you have you the can... if you have the worst offense and the best defense, you're a bottom NFL team. If you have the best offense and the worst defense, you're a top NFL team. It's that simple. Okay, so do you think that you could name for me? the top five teams in the AFC per Chris odds to win the AFC conference. Damn it. I need to like, I didn't run. We have the Sims. I'm just curious if you can name this off the top of your head. The top, wait, the top five teams to win the AFC. Yes. The first, the number one team should be obvious. The number one team is going to be Buffalo. Buffalo at plus 266. Okay. Then I need to unsort by offensive rating now. Um, Baltimore or Tennessee? Baltimore's two and Tennessee are three. And I'll, I mean, they're basically almost, it's plus 450 and plus 497. Then Kansas City. Yep. And then who's five? Ooh, five. Cleveland. Nope. Damn it, wait. Pittsburgh? Nope. No. Who am I missing? People think what's interesting is we asked Rob P a lot when he was on, like, who did he think was like wildly overrated? Or and he he said the Steelers, right? And he picked the the cheat the Browns to beat the Steelers. And I think the line was what, like four, went down, or was that three and a half, went to four, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I talked about how much I like you know, was slow to catch on to the fact that big, big Ben is nothing now. 
etc. Right. Well, so so the Steelers have won twice since that episode, right? Mm-hmm. And they are now. You now have to go through. Okay, so I'll spoil it for you. The Charges are next. Then it's roughly a tie between the Browns and the Patriots, and then you get to the Raiders, and then finally you get to the Steelers. So the Steelers' uh, overratedness has certainly caught up to them, and they're certainly not overrated anymore, even despite winning two games during that time frame. Don't you kind of find that interesting? It, it, it Yeah, I, I think it has to do with the fact that the market doesn't think they have much upside. I mean, they're... They have a below average offense. They have a good defense. But if you look at previous years, their defense is the kind of defense that is good against bad teams, but is not great against good teams. They are not a, they're not a team that can out scheme you on defense. They kind of say, Hey, we're going to, we have better players than you. We're just going to do our thing. I think Rob probably told this to me because I certainly don't know this from my football knowledge. Okay. Or, or no, it's probably listening from to like the ringer NFL podcast or something like that, or the athletic you, you listen to the ringer NFL podcast. I did last year. Why do you lose a bet? No. Um, no, Kevin Clark. I, I think Kevin Clark's very good. I'll listen to it then. Um, back when it was Kevin Clark and Robert Mays, it was fantastic. But then they like, you know, the band broke up. I think Robert Mays went to the athletic and he has a good podcast with um, with Nate Tice, son of Mike Tice. Got it. Uh, okay, let's move on to um, the NFC. And I would assume that you would think that the number one team in the NFC would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, what by by a mile? They're not by a mile. They're at plus two sixty six. So, do you think there's value there? Potentially, I. I... Honestly, Jeff, I, I feel ashamed. Um, I feel a sense of shame saying this, but I haven't actually run simulations myself now that we I upload the Massey Peabody ratings to unabated and you can anybody can run sims there. Um, so I, I but I haven't actually been doing it myself, so I don't know whether I have value there or not. Um, but it seems like potentially there could be. I'm guessing after that's Arizona. Would that be correct? Yes. Yeah. And then I feel like I need to literally run these. I'm going to have to run some MP simulations like right this minute while we're doing this, but, um, and then the Rams. Yeah. You're good. You're much better at this than I thought you'd be. And then Then, I think you won't get this one. Yeah, no, I think I will. Who? No, the saints. Really? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I got you. Uh, no, Jeff, the, yeah, Jeff, the I think the Saints are only the 18th best team in football right now. You know why? Because James the quarterback, yeah. Trevor Simeon. They still yeah. have a really good. I still think they have the best defense in football. But the 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 thing is, they are a team that is a little more fragile than other teams on defense. They have they are certainly more top heavy and don't have the depth. And that's okay. something that a team based rating system is going to have trouble adapting to. Being honest, and then the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, um, the Cowboys! Forgot about them. How how did they do last week? By the way, what was up with Mike McCarthy leaving Dak Prescott in the game and having him run a 
quarterback draw on a two point conversion when they were down, I think at the point they were down 30 to 14 and going for two to make it 30 to 16 with 50 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. He left. Yeah. I I just don't understand that. Want to know something? No, Mike McCarthy's not a good football coach. Hey, he's not. I agree. We have a lot of, you know how we say in the NFL, there's like mostly small sample sizes. He's bad. We have a pretty significant sample size that says he's not a good, he's bad. good coach. I agree. Um, okay. Uh, one last thing, and then I, I want to ask you for advice on Survivor. Uh, Patriots, where do they show up in your in your rankings now? I mean, they're now five and four with the legitimate chance to to make the playoffs. Number eleven. Um, feeling like they're improving every week, but that's maybe a narrative. Um, how, how, what do you think about them right now? Um, I think they're a good team. I mean, they're, I, I have them sandwiched between Cleveland and San Francisco. I don't know what that means. Like, cause both of those actually, it found that, that sounds like a backhand. Account, San Francisco, doesn't it? San Francisco sucks by the way. Yeah. They haven't been very I watched good. last week. Yeah. Yeah. They have not, they certainly have not been good. Um, I would like for them not to suck cause I live there, but they don't seem very good at football. I mean, look, I have Seattle right now is the with, with a healthy Russell Wilson is the fourth best team in the NFL. In the NFL? Yeah, with a healthy Russell Wilson. The entire league? With a healthy Russell Wilson. I'm prefacing it with that. Um, you know, he's going to be back, like, right? What? Back? So can, back. Can, we, can we review really quickly what Seattle did this season so far? With a healthy Russell Wilson? They beat the Colts on the road. Mm-hmm. They lost by three at home to the Titans in overtime. The Titans have since gone on a very big run. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost on the road to the Vikings by 13. The Vikings have been like, have not been good, but have played a bunch of competitive games. Um, they beat the Niners on the road by seven. They lost to the Rams at home by nine. Then Wilson gets injured last three games. They lose by three to the Steelers. They lose by three to the saints. They blow out the Jaguars. I mean, they have Russell Wilson. I, I think that you can't forget that. Like the fact that they, I, I was impressed that they were. As Do good you as think Russell play. Wilson is an upgrade over Geno Smith? You know, I, I'll have to consult the numbers. Give me one sec. Geno Smith is kind of old. I mean, it says yes. Okay. Uh, I'm in a survivor pool and, and this is going to be enter into the, no one cares about your life and no one really wants to know, but I don't care. Cause this is my podcast. So you have to listen our, to this. our podcast. Well, by mine, I mean ours and I'm in a survivor pool and the prize for it is like 11 grand or something like that. Right. And so it's, it's not, and it was like a hundred dollar entry fee. So it's like, you know, it's a reasonable one. And I've sort of played, correctly from a standpoint of there's only nine of us left and I still have reasonable people to pick this week. I think I'm the only one with Buffalo left and I'm thinking I should pick Buffalo against the jets knowing that really there isn't a lot more opportunity to pick Buffalo except for in the last week of the season where there's a decent chance they may not have anything to play for. 
So should I take Buffalo this week? Is there any other questions you need me to answer for you to give me that advice? Um, should you take Buffalo this week? I could I, take I Dallas. That, by the way, I don't. I I think that that thirteen point spread is is very high, but I also think that. Um, I don't think I, I think it's still better than what else you got. I mean, I could take Arizona minus the ten against Carolina. But my point is, I don't think there's much reason to save Buffalo at this point because, and it's not like a lot of people are going to be on Buffalo because they've already been on Buffalo. So from, you know, like Buffalo has Indy at home. They're not going to do, I'm not going to bet. They play New Orleans on the road, probably not going to take them there. They play New England at home, maybe take them there. They play Tampa on the road. They play Carolina at home. So that would probably be the next time that I might think about using them. Yeah, Carolina at home makes sense. Um, um, honestly, I'm pretty indifferent between them and, and Arizona against Carolina, assuming Kyler starts at quarterback for Arizona. Is Carolina that bad? I guess they are, huh? They have not been good. Um, Sam Darnold has, and it's all Darnold really at this point, right? Bad. Because it's, 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 they're, they're similar to what they were last year everywhere else. Yeah, and look what Bridgewater's done. I mean, they have a, a above-average defense. They thought they were going to upgrade going to Darnold. And, I mean, Bridgewater's been good in Denver. He's been perfectly adequate, serviceable. I mean, the only other time I might use Arizona is against Detroit on the road. That's a would be a time to use them, right? I probably need to map this whole thing out from a matrix and almost, like, see what my next – what my picks would be like realistically before i make a decision do you think people in general in survivor contests overthink that they they, they think yeah much, i i, I don't i don't think enough about so, just like i mean how so, much of it I, i'm asking you because i've never i've never actually played a survivor contest how much do people how much is it just surviving and versus how much is it having most people and if you would having an opinion where essentially if being a little contrarian though, where, I mean, it's going to obviously depend at which point in the season, but, but so that, so that if there is carnage, you will be spared and you will benefit. Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember, do you remember Vegas watch the Twitter handle? Yes. yes. So Vegas watch used to run a website that was incredibly good for survivor. And he used to walk through the choices every week and he would talk about it. And my wife actually, when she was playing survivor, was like a reader of Vegas watch. And she would talk about like safety factor, which was essentially spread and popularity as the two main and, and then future value as like the three main levers for picking survivor. Now, if you listen to Doug Kazarian, our friend, Doug, um, he will tell you the point is just to survive. Right. So you consider the source there in terms of understanding how to play this game. And so I think ultimately for me, and when I'm in a pool of this size, I am largely trying to win the pool. So I'm meaning that I will, you know, I've taken some relatively riskier picks compare and and stayed off some of the most popular picks. And you you know, in the last two to three weeks, there's been some carnage in these pools. It's like, you know, Buffalo lost, obviously that was big this week. Dallas losing was really big. Um, You know, so, so there's, there's, there is, if you're trying to win, right, you want to be in that situation where a bunch of people get wiped out. I think future value is incredibly important. Like I like to look at future value 
I don't map out the entire grid of the season, but I think almost at this point now with this few people left and, and this um, few games left, there should be a certain amount of it. Cause I have some good teams left, right? I have a lot of those top teams left. And so I, I just need to pick and choose the right spots to use them. Yeah. I would, I would say at this point in the season, it's, it's more survival becomes more important than it was early in earlier in the season. Yeah. Like, because there's fewer people left, like the whole game theory perspective matters a lot less. I mean, listen to the teams that I've used so far. So I used Carolina. Damn, that's okay. I've yeah. used Tampa, which was because I forgot to put a pick in and that got defaulted. I used Denver. I used Cincinnati. I used Minnesota. I used Pittsburgh. I used New England. I used Casey and I used Indianapolis. Damn, dude, you're sitting pretty. Yeah, I think so. You're sitting really pretty. I would just maximize each week at this point. Then, you you'll have options. You'll you'll have plenty of options. Okay. It feels like. I mean. So you're indifferent this week between Buffalo and and uh, and Arizona. I mean, yeah, the market makes Buffalo a 13 point favorite and Arizona a 10 point favorite. I make Arizona nine and a half point favorite and Buffalo only an eight and a half point favorite. So. Ooh, ooh, that means I think Rufus likes himself some Jets this week. Yeah, I like. I'm assuming Mike White's starting. And I'm, I, I like Mike White. I think you, he's, um, he's the better, I think he's the better quarterback right now. I don't know if that means he's the quarterback of the future, but. You want to give any minus EV picks on the NFL before we, we let the people go? Yeah. Jets, uh, Dolphins plus seven and a half. Is that still seven and a half? Just want to make sure. Looks like it. Okay. Um. Yeah, those are, oh, and Seattle. Is Seattle, Seattle. Is, are they still plus three and a half? Aren't they on a buy? Against they're at Green Bay. Oh, Chris must not have it listed right now. Yeah, it's not up at Chris, but it's up like it's up in oh, because they don't know. They don't, don't know. know if, I mean, there's right. Russell Wilson is is supposed to be coming back. Aaron Rodgers, nobody knows, but I mean, I I make it if both quarterbacks are healthy. I think Seattle should be a small road favorite, but instead I'm getting three and a half points. So um, as I said, I'm a little higher in Seattle than, than everybody else. So. Um, all right. Well, that seems like a good pod. We went an hour. Neither of us, neither of us is angry at each other anymore. Um, and we're good. And people can start figuring out how they're going to get themselves to Vegas for that first weekend in January after CBS is over. So, and to hang out with Rufus Peabody and, and buy him a drink. Um, so with that, let's end the process. There we go. Talk to you guys all next week. All the numbers in the simulated system that break down the data analytically driven. Media coverage of sports gambling is pathetic. The bottom line is watered down. It seems like they don't get it. Puppeteers are but the engines running off a of leaded.